0: group. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. See, See, because what happens when the world shuns
1: you because of your mistake or your mess up or whatever it is, it seems like nobody wants to talk to you because they're embarrassed to be around you. But Jesus finds a way to meet us. And notice, Jesus didn't meet her in church. Many times when you have that introduction with Christ, it's usually when you've done
0: something you should not have done. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. New. I I new.
1: New. Uh, as we close out, I'd ask God about this message. You'll know I've been talking about it. By the way, if you did not get a wristband, they're free. Grab one. Uh, it says, what did Jesus do? Uh, as I close out this sermon on what did Jesus do? Uh, uh, God gave me this word, drop the rock. Drop the rock. Look at the neighbor and say, drop it. Look at her and say, drop the rock. So as I was driving home last night from the rodeo, we went to a rodeo last night with my, my nephews. And as I dropped, as I was going home, this song jumped in my spirit. And uh, I want y'all, y- y'all ready? Are y'all ready? Now, th- this this is from, a, she's an interesting lady. Uh, let me see if y'all can sing the song. You'll, you'll know the hook. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) The song says, Bag Lady, you might miss your bus dragging all those bags like that. It hit me in life that so many of us are carrying so many bags. We miss some appointments that God has for us. So my word for you today is you need to drop that rock. I I was reading this poem, and it blessed me, and I believe it will bless you. Uh, it, It goes like this. I was shocked, confused, and bewildered. As I entered heaven's door, not by the beauty of it all, nor the lights or its decor, but it was the folks in heaven who made me sputter and gasp. The thieves, the liars, the sinners, the alcoholics, and the trash. There stood the kid from seventh grade who swiped my money twice. Next to him was my old neighbor who never said anything nice. Herb, who I thought was rotten in hell, was looking incredibly well. I nudged Jesus and said, what's the deal? I'd love to hear your take on how these sinners got up here. God must have made a mistake. And why is everyone so quiet, somber? Give me a clue. Hush, child, he says. They're all in shock because they never thought they'd see you. <laughs> Judge not. Remember. Remember. Just because people come to church don't mean they're Christian. And just because you're in a garage don't mean you're a car. Mm, it's going to be like that. Every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. So be careful when you want to put somebody in a box and judge them. Because see, God's not through with them yet. Uh, Understand, we are all under construction. Understand, God is still trying to recycle some of us. Understand, some of us have not reached where God wants us to be, but God is not through with you yet. Come on, push your neighbor. Say, neighbor, God ain't through with me yet. And I know he ain't through with you. Lord Jesus. God is not through with me yet. I know I'm not everything you want me to be, but what I do know is I am under construction. God is working something out. You mean to be happy I didn't cuss you out. The old me would have... People in glass houses should not throw stones. Those who are vulnerable should not attack others. Because understand, all of us live in glass houses. Today, I'll be teaching from John chapter 8. John chapter 8. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It said this. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives early in the morning. He came back to the temple court, and all the people were coming to him. He sat down and began teaching. Now the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. Huh. I got a question, church. I need 100% participation. Raise your hand if you've ever taken something that did not belong to you ever in your life. Keep your hands up. Raise your hand if you ever lied before. <laughs> Hold your purse tight right now. <laughs> <laughs> look around say we all have fallen short don't judge me I won't judge you cause see if you knew my past you may not want to sit next to me huh. raise your hand if you know that's true if, if, if everybody knew all your dirt they may not look at you the same way I know you look cute today but everybody got some dirt So before we get judgmental on this woman that got caught in adultery, we all been caught doing something. Lord Jesus. They made her stand in the center of the court and they said, teacher, this woman was been caught in the very act of adultery. Understand they were not trying to convict her, but convict Jesus. They wanted to put him in a position to where he had to become the judge. See, they had already prejudged her. The challenge with this judgment was, where's the man? If she was caught in the act, it usually takes two. I say usually because we're in a different world right now. (laughs) But usually it takes two. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So, so they bring this woman to Jesus for him to judge her. Wow,
0: glory to God.
1: But Jesus just sits there and just looks. You know, what I love about this scripture right here is this woman is caught in the act of adultery. And what I've learned with God is God will often sit with us when no one else will. God will take a picture with you on your worst day. You know, when you you just made a mess of your life, Jesus will get down and take a picture with you on that day. And what I've always realized is many times when I get caught in my stuff, the only person that will still talk to me is Jesus. See, see, because what happens when the world shuns you, because of your mistake or your mess up or whatever it is, it seems like nobody wants to talk to you because they're embarrassed to be around you. But Jesus finds a way to meet us, and notice Jesus didn't meet her in church. Many times when you have that introduction with Christ, it's usually when you've done something you should not have done. Anybody been there we say, "Lord Jesus." If you get me out of this one. Anybody had that prayer? Lord Jesus, if you just get me out of this one, I will serve you. And then next week, Lord Jesus, if you just get me out of this one. One more. (laughs) Wow, Lord. Next scripture says this. And they sent them teacher, this woman was caught in a very act of adultery. Verse 5, now in the law of Moses commanded us to stone this woman to death. So what do you say to do with her? What is your sentence? Now, the law was correct in reference to that, but again, it was a half truth because uh, the man was not there. Now, the way, I'll talk about that later. Verse 6 says, then they said to test him, hoping that that they would have grounds of accusing him. Then he stooped down. Everyone say stooped down. I want you all to get this because as you see, as you go through the next verses, you'll see Jesus stooping down, standing up, stooping down, standing up. And I want you to to really focus in on that as he does. Now, he says, and begin writing
0: on the ground with this thing. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never changing word. And now, let's get back to the word.
1: Now, the revelation to me, as I as I thought about this, uh, I I wanted to put this before you because it blessed me. Uh, y'all know I like to teach. <sighs> Well, no, it's probably better back, better visual. So, this is what Jesus told me. Now, if I get to heaven and I'm wrong, I'll get corrected. But I was asking God, what, what's the deal with writing in the dirt? This is what Jesus gave me. Y'all ready? Uh, Jesus, uh, don't worry about my handwriting, okay, uh, uh, wrote... Oh, Jesus, that's a jacked up anyway. Their dirt in the dirt. Because if you study this part, imagine Jesus is riding in the dirt. And for some reason, if you study the scripture, as people saw what he wrote, Imagine Jesus wrote down when you stole your mama's purse. Imagine when Jesus found out the baby wasn't yours, but you ain't told your husband. (laughs) Imagine Jesus starts talking about the side chick. He say side chicken church? Mm-hmm. I did. I did. I did I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, my wife said, What side chick are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Only side chick I have is my daughter. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I ain't got no anyway. And don't even think sick like that. So I thought about it. What would make these men? Back up by him riding in the dirt. But if you have any dirt and someone bring up a conversation, you know how you just because see, we all have some conversations we all talk about. Does anybody have some conversations where you don't, re- you know, you know that time when you snuck somebody in your house? Look straight ahead, look straight ahead. You know you're lying in church. <laughs> and your mama knock on door. Let me in. <laughs> you sleep, Frank. Frank said, you sleep. <laughs> I'm sleeping, mama. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Imagine Jesus wrote your dirt in the dirt. And remember, Jesus knows all. So he knows all the stuff you thought you got away with, all the things that nobody ever know about. Because, see, ah, yes, you might have been with a person 20 years, but they don't know, it, they ain't know what you've been doing every day. So I, I said, God, what was it? What was dirt? And that's what he gave me. I could be wrong. But it made sense because once he started writing, everyone started saying, I'm good. <laughs> Look what he says here, verse six. They set a test, of hoping that they would find grounds of accusing. But Jesus stooped down and began writing on the ground with his finger. However, when they persisted in questioning him, he straightened up. Everyone say he straightened up, and he said, "He who is without sin among you, let him be the first to cast a stone." Come here, mama. Man, come in. Come on, mama. Don't be scared. Come on, babe. You got pants on. That's why I could, I could do this illustration. Oh, okay, that's what makes am If you want to start doing illustrations, I got make sure, you know, everything covered up. Praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, cr- crouch down. Crouch. You ain't got to get on your knees. Just, just not No, we, come on. Come on, man. Stop playing, man. Just, 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 just. oh, Jesus. <laughs> Father God, help me. So, okay, just you just sitting there, just just be quiet. Now, visualize, church, visualize. (laughs) This heathen child (laughs) has just gotten caught in the act of adultery. We have to assume if she got caught, she didn't have clothes on. Can we assume that? So imagine she's surrounded by men accusing her. How do you think she would be sitting? Because as a woman, you'd want to what? Okay, do we all agree on that, women? So notice, is she in this position trying to cover herself? Notice I said Jesus stooped down. Meaning, God dealt with her on her level. And then notice he said he got back up. Dealt with the men on their level. Meaning, God will meet you on whatever level you fall to. See, so, see, you never get so low where God can't reach you. So God says, "Look, don't worry about these jokers. We gonna work this out. This, this, you stay here." Uh, n- now Jonathan, you know you lying, Jonathan. You stole this. I'm good. Uh, uh, Timmy, t- come over here. Uh, re- remember when, 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 when you were in Germany? And you, you were in that club. Does does your wife know about that? You know, you know I'm, good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Come on, baby, you good. I appreciate you. You good? Yep, good? Okay. Come here, come here. Oh, yes. You're not gonna ask for a back, are you? Let's go. The Bible says, "Seed time, harvest." <laughs> You water your grass, I water mine. <laughs> <laughs> he, who was without sin, cast the first stone. And how the, how they did it in that time was uh, when a person sinned, uh, come here, Rock. Come here real quick, Rock. You sang a good song today, brother. So now I'm going <coughs> to... It's all good. Say Rock, Rochester. <sighs> if he were, was up, well, he's gonna die. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter. It's my story. Just you sit over there always trying to mess my stuff up. Okay, brother. I'm gonna get you, brother. You're gonna take a glass. Okay. Well, what would happen would be this was the law. If, if he offended me and he was guilty, there was a hole that was 10 to 12 feet deep with rocks at the bottom. They blindfold the person who's guilty, and if he hurt me, it's my job to push him in. And then the witnesses, their job is to stone him. If this was the case in our world, we would stop talking about people. Because see, you just see, it wouldn't be talking without consequences. See, if you're gonna talk, you better get ready to stone them too. You're gonna get ready to kill them too. So what I realized about it, that's why the Bible says, you need two or three witnesses. Because when you're speaking against them, you're saying, I want to kill you. Thank you, sir. So, so if you understood the ramifications of stoning, you'd be a lot more cautious about opening your mouth. Uh, Socrates had a a way of dealing with people. He calls it a triple filter rule. Everyone say triple filter. So a person comes to Socrates and says, look, man, I want to tell you something funny about your friend. Socrates says, before you tell me, let me put you through my filter. He said, what are you talking about, man? He said, before I receive information, there's a filter. The first filter is, is it true? He said, well, I don't know if it's true. It's just funny. He said, well, wait a second. You want to tell me something about my friend that you don't know is true? Okay, the second filter is, will it benefit him? They said, no, man, it won't benefit him. So now you're telling me something that's not true that won't benefit him. My last filter is, will it benefit me? No, it won't benefit you. It's just funny. So so, so first off, you want to tell me something that you don't know if it's true. It won't benefit them, and it won't benefit me. How about you keep it? If you put this in your life, foolishness will not come to you. The only way foolishness comes to you is because you entertain it. Ooh, Jesus! People don't like coming to me too much. Uh, That ain't nothing to do with me. Uh, I don't want to see because Solomon said this in Proverbs. He says, "In the multitude of information and stress, because I I don't want to know your business. I got a wife and three kids. (laughs) I got my own business." I got my own kids. I got my own car lines. My son's trying to graduate, trying to go to college. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I don't want no more. Now, I'll take it because I'm a pastor, but I'm not going to ask for extra. Mm -hmm. So, first off, is it true? Second, will it benefit them? Third, will it benefit me? If you institute this in your life, you realize your level of dealing with foolishness drops dramatically. Because people only come to you because you entertain it. Oh, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's why I love church. Deuteronomy 7, and it shows you here how they help with people. The hand of the witness shall be the first one upon to put him to death. So in the Old Testament, the witness had to push you into the pit. So when, when Jesus gave them their proposition, they realized their hands were dirty too. <laughs> and they started to back away. And if you watch the next, the next verse of the scripture, it says this. The oldest, ooh, left first. Cause the older you have, the more dirt you got. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, look, you look a little you older than me, so I know you got more dirt. You don't lie. To, you have more time to lie than I did. You got 50 years of lies in you. I only got 20. (laughs) Look what he says. They to his reply, and they began to go out one by one, starting with the what? Because the longer you live, the more grace God has given you. The longer you live, the more stuff you know. Because truth be told, the truth should be told. If we got judged for all the stuff we did...